All right, what's up, guys? I'm your necromancer with all the answers, Necrozac, joined by my lovely friend and host, Lotus. Lotus, how are you doing? I'm doing good, good, and welcome back, because you've been uh, away for a little while. Yeah, I've been gone far too long. Um, but it's good to have you back. Thanks. You know, I got stuck on New Phyrexia trying to understand the glistening oil and um, not quite there yet, but we are one, so yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so because I've been out for so long, um, I have worked on a couple of decks we haven't talked about. And today you guys are getting a Necrozac deck tech for one of my favorite sets, which was the Secret Lair Walking Dead. Um, this was one of the creatures I wanted to build, but just didn't have a real push to do it until um, Midnight Hunt came out. We got a lot of cool zombie support. So today we're going to be looking at my deck tech from a shown Ruthless Survivor. Um, if you don't know, she's three, a black and a green for a legendary creature, human warrior. She's a three, three. And when she enters the battlefield, you create two walker tokens. Uh, walker tokens are just zombies. They're just flavored as walkers. Um, but she says, as long as you are, as long as Michonne is equipped, she must be blocked if able. And whenever Michonne and at least two other zombies attack, she gains indestructible until end of turn. So if you're familiar with the Walking Dead series, super, super flavorful for her character but um for green black this is a really i think interesting kind of take to go with green black we don't have a we have voltron commanders but not voltron commanders like this yeah this is and especially in green black it's a very interesting thing to be zombie themed yeah very true um i try to put as many green zombies in the deck as possible because there are some good ones and there are some notable zombies i left out because i wanted to try to utilize the um the green black zombies but this is going to be a zombie art um, zombie equipment kind of tribal deck so hopefully you guys will like it there are a lot of like different ways you can go with this deck i think i found myself putting equipment in taking equipment out putting zombies in taking them out and this is just kind of what i landed on i think it's a fun like casual deck for sure but could easily with the right kind of hand and setup could roll the table <laughs> like nice <laughs> so um we're going to start out with the creature base as always i break everything down into multiple sections because it just helps my brain um most of our creatures are going to be zombies so the first one we're going to talk about is one of the best lords that zombies have it's cemetery reaper uh one black black for a zombie it's a two two other zombies you control get plus one plus one you can pay two a black and tap it exile target creature card from a graveyard create a two two black zombie creature token so does what you want a lord to do typically you don't want to swing with lords um so them just sitting around kind of doesn't feel good but this this lord allows us to not only deal with graveyards because graveyards are a problem um it allows yeah. us to like pack up or sorry not pack up but like fill out our um, battlefield even more because michonne's going to need zombies to attack with her to give her indestructible yeah and um, when you've got other attackers like your next card, you, you don't need to attack with lords. No, you really don't. You want to take that next one? Yeah, the champion of the perished. Uh, single black for a 1-1 one, one zombie. Whenever another zombie enters the battlefield under control, put a plus one counter on champion of the perished. It doesn't care if it's a token. No, it does not. I really, the art for this card is absolutely insane. And like, it's, I mean, Champion of the Parish is already a very good card. So Champion of the Parish has to be better because it's black, right? <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that bums me out about this card is we didn't get his sword as a weapon because I wanted that so bad because it just looks so gnarly. Just from the hilt, it already looks Yeah, um, I I don't know much about Warhammer, but it looks like one of those chainsaw swords. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Someone's out there like, oh, it's this, you nerds. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's it's the things where they go pew pew. <laughs> so our next zombie is also a lord and also one of the best lords. It's Death Baron. It's one of black black for a zombie wizard 2-2. Two, two. Skeletons you control and other zombies control get plus one plus one and have death touch. This card is phenomenal. Like, it makes all of our um zombie tokens that we're going to be able to create in this deck just be kill spells on a creature do you really want to trade your you know important commander or your big creature for a 3-3 zombie token like i'll make that trade all day but do you really want to uh, well was... yeah and if if you've got any decayed ones are you gonna block a creature that's gonna die anyway exactly there are a lot of 
there are a lot of awesome lords, but Death Baron, I'm super glad I got reprinted as often as it did because it was super expensive for a while, and justly so. It's very good. Mm. Um, and then you've got Diagraph Colossus, a two and a black for a two-two zombie giant. When it enters the battlefield uh, with plus one counters on it for each zombie in your graveyard, and whenever you cast a zombie spell, create a tapped two-two black zombie creature token. Yeah, if we're not able to just get in with Michonne directly, we're going to be able to flood the board and swing in as kind of like a um, token-style deck. But we're really just trying to create as many zombie tokens as possible to make Michonne indestructible when we attack. And um, we we just want that, you know? You can kill people with commander damage fairly easy in this deck, and making zombie tokens is going to help that. So this next zombie is like you probably don't need it but i like it a lot so it's in here it's emin death draco lich it's two and a black black for a legendary creature zombie dragon it's a five two with flash flying and it etbs taps but you may cast uh you may cast it from your graveyard if a creature named emin lich or i'm sorry emin death draco lich died this turn or sorry if a creature not named so if one of our zombie tokens dies and that's already in the graveyard we can recast it hmm so uh, 5-2 Flying Zombie is very good because our zombies are going to get big and Evasion is super nice. Yeah, I tried to get this to run in standard, but I just couldn't get it to work. But here it looks like it's got a home. Right. And two, I think with um, Midnight Hunt and Crimson Vow, we you might have a better chance now. There's a lot of really cool cards that are going to help supplement and support this type of aggro theme with zombies. Hmm. I've never heard of the next one, Gold Tree. <laughs> it's great. It's so cool. <laughs> Seven and a green for a 10-10 zombie tree folk. It costs one colorless less to cast for each creature in your graveyard. It's it's a big old beater that you could potentially pay you know play for one. Um or very, very cheap. And it's a zombie. So like all of our all of our lords are gonna help this. Um there is the opportunity in this deck where this creature can just swing through unopposed for 12 or 14 damage. And that's, that's insane. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a mono green zombie. We don't have a lot of those. It's a rarity. Cause I never even thought it existed. There are two, um, this is, there are two zombies in this deck that I was very, that are kind of like pet cards that I've wanted to make work, but haven't really, found a place this is one of them and i'll i'll read the next i'll read the other one when we get to it Um, okay so the next card was who i originally was going to build a deck like this around but michonne just worked a little bit better for me and that's glissa the traitor it's black a green green for a legendary creature zombie elf three three it's first strike and death touch whenever a creature an opponent controls dies you may return target artifact cards from your graveyard to your hand so we haven't got to the artifacts yet but we have a ton of equipment in this deck that are very, very powerful that people are probably going to want to deal with. And if they don't exile them, this card is going to allow us to get them, get them back and re-equip them, reuse them. Sorry. Um, and zombie, you know, Glissa being a zombie, also with first strike and death touch, just means she's the best blocker in the game. If yeah. You, if you don't have indestructible, you're probably just getting chump blocked for days and losing whatever swings in. Yeah, first strike, death touch, deadly combination. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've got the um, secret lair art here, Grave Titan, yes, four black blacks, six six giant. Uh, with death touch, uh, whenever it enters the battlefield or attacks, create two 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 black zombie creature tokens. Yeah, he's not a zombie, but he's an honorary zombie for sure. Like the original, I art... keep forgetting he's not a zombie, right? The original art has zombies falling out of him, so if that's not a zombie, I don't know what is. That sounds like a scab to me. Yeah. Um, oh, Gary. Yep. No no black deck I play would be complete without Grey Merchant of Asphodel. It's three and a black black for a zombie, so it is on theme. He's a 2-4, and whenever ETBs, each opponent loses X life, where X is your devotion to black, and you gain life equal to the life lost this way. So in some ways, in some games, this is just going to end the game just point blank <laughs> yeah it's a big finisher in quite a lot of devotion decks it's nice too because if uh i want this deck to be i wanted this deck to be very aggro centric and we don't have a lot of interaction so being able to kind of like get low on life find gray merchant and potentially get back up on life is like it's reasonable it's not just kind of like a 
you know, oh, I needed a finisher. Like, it's nice that it's there, but really it's more of just like a help us sustain ourselves so we can continue to be aggressive as possible. Mm. And talking about aggressive, you've got a grizzly ghoul. Two black green for a 4-3 zombie bear with trample. And it enters the battlefield with a plus one counter on it for each creature that died this turn. So after a big old board wipe, play this and you should have a big old bear. The trample just makes this card super viable. Like this mean an uncommon is kind of astounding to me because I guess if it had flash, it'd be a rare. But I still think this is very powerful for an uncommon. It's it's costed very well. Inspiring toughness is fine. Having a, some type of evasion, like yeah. Um, I saw this card and I was like, okay, cool. This is this is a green zombie I can definitely run. Yeah. Um, another really sweet green zombie that I'm running is Gerard Golgari, Golgari Lichlord. It's black, black, green, green for a legendary creature zombie elf, 2-2. Two, two. When he ETBs, it gets plus one, plus one for each creature card in your graveyard. And then you can pay one, a black, and a green and sacrifice another creature. Each opponent loses life equal to the fa- sacrificed creature's power. And then you can sacrifice a swamp and a forest and you can return Gerard from your graveyard to your hand. No, that's not even an ETB. It just gets plus one, plus one for each creature in your graveyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's very good. And, you know, if you have the mana, which we're in green, so it's not that unreasonable, you could easily have a board wipe followed up with your, I don't know, Grizzly play Gerard and then sack it. Like, it's a lot of, it's mana intensive, but it's it's reasonable. It's not that unheard yeah. of. Like, I'm not running, spoilers, I'm not running, like, a Circle of Dreams Druid or, like, um, uh cradle in here but you could and it'd be fine (laughs) we'll be right back ever thought modern video games should be more interesting at the gaming blender we take randomized genres mechanics and make a new game every episode i've added permadeath we have a survival game of a hardcore simulation which could be house flipper and with the permadeath of xcom then that all has to be an action adventure yes Oh dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you have, you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. <laughs> uh, so the next one is Lord of the Undead. It's a one black black. For a 2-2, I think it's been errated to zombie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it now says other zombies get plus one, plus one. Yep. And one and a black tap, return target zombie card from your graveyard to your hand. Who doesn't like repeatable recursion? Exactly. This can get our Gary back. This can get, you know, um, our Death Baron, any of our other lords. It's really, it's really nice. Um this card kind of has spiked. A lot of the lords have spiked uh, recently because of the blue-black zombies that are seeing a lot of play, but um, they're still really worth it. We don't have a lot of effects like this anymore. Yeah. The next zombie on our list is Lotless Troll. It's a black and a green for a zombie troll, 2-1 with trample. You can discard a creature card and put a plus one, plus one counter on Lotless Troll, and then for one black, you can regenerate Lotless Troll. Even just the regenerate's pretty powerful. Yeah, when this I remember when this card first came out, it was actually pretty expensive because it just it's very powerful. Like it's very well costed. Once again, having trample, discarding a creature card and commanders whatever. Like I have plenty of ways to recur my creatures as you already know, and pretty much unless it's exiled, you can always just keep it as big as you want because if you keep that black up, you're going to get to regenerate and you have the regeneration shield. Yeah. Plus, like you say, if there's a certain card you want to play but it's too highly mana costed, discard it and reanimate it. Exactly. There are plenty of plenty of fun, like cheeky things you can do with it. Okay, this one's a little bit odd. Moldering Karok, two black green for a three three zombie crocodile with trample and lifelink? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why has it got lifelink? I, I don't know, but Yes. <laughs> Once again, we're playing we're playing a an aggressive deck. Like if you're slapping any equipment on this, it doesn't feel bad because you're probably going to, you know, 
run over whatever and then you're going to gain that life back anyways and most likely this zombie is going to have like death touch or something so anything that we can do to stabilize our life total because this is an aggressive deck i'm not wanting to block very often unless it's like with my tokens and this isn't a very token centric deck while it can make tokens it's more of just like putting my zombies on the field if i'm not swinging with michonne then i'm swinging with something that's hard to deal with mm. Oh, it's from Strixhaven, that's why Lifelink. And it's a zombie crocodile. Like, that's sweet. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so this is the other card that I was uh, talking about that's like a pet card that I wanted to put in a deck. It's Phylactery Lich. It's triple black for a zombie. It's a 5-5 five five with indestructible. And as it ETBs, you put a Phylactery counter on an artifact you control. When you control no permits with the Phylactery counter on it, you have to sacrifice Phylactery Lich. But that's... That's perfectly fine. Like, this is an equipment-based deck, so very thematic of having my Lich with its, you know, phylactery being one of the equipment, but a 5-5 five five for triple black, yeah. You could even put it on, um, I do have the artifact lands in here. You could even put on an artifact land. Most of the time, your artifact lands aren't going to be, like, touched because people are very, like, okay about not destroying lands. Yeah, plus the artifact lands are indestructible, aren't they? Uh, the the new ones from Modern Horizon two are the dual colors. Yeah. So yeah, and it, I didn't put it in here, but if you really wanted to cater more towards this, you could put in um, Dark Seal Citadel, which I probably should do that because I'm running a couple things that care about artifacts. But mm. yeah, Phylactery Lich, it's a card. It's sweet. Well, the next one is one of my favorite tribal cards because it is the best tribal card ever printed. Mm -hmm. um, Realm Walker. Two and a green for a shapeshifter, two, three, with changeling. It's every creature type, so our elephant is great in this deck. Um, <laughs> as it enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Uh, you may look at the top card of your library at any time, and you may cast creature spells of the chosen type from the top of your library. It's so good and so underplayed when I see uh, other decks that are tribal. I wish so badly it was completely colorless because I would put this in so many decks. It being <laughs> it being green bums me out. It works here, but I just recently put together two different blue black tribal decks. Where I was like, man, I really wish I had a Realm Walker. Yeah, but we know that green can't do everything, and it's underpowered and needs all the help it can get. That's you're not wrong, sister. You are not wrong. <laughs> Next notable zombie that i forgot was a zombie <laughs> skullbriar the walking grave a black and a green for a legendary creature zombie elemental it's a one one with haste when skullbriar the walking grave deals combat damage to a player put a plus one plus one counter on it counters remain on skullbriar as it moves to any zone other than player's hand or library oh yes <laughs> um this out of all the legendary green black creatures in this deck, I feel like this is the only one that you could switch out with Michonne and it'd be the same deck, um, or at least close enough. Um, Michonne having the like the lore effect makes makes her very good, but Skullbriar is just fun and it's a zombie. So here we are. Yeah, I like Skullbriar. It's pretty interesting. Mm hmm. Um, this one is my favorite zombie lord. Um, the Undead War Chief. Two black black for a 1 1 zombie. Zombie spells you play cost one colorless less to play. And zombies you control get plus two plus one, which does include itself. I'm pretty sure it's been updated to. That is the updated. Oh, that version. is the updated. Okay, I couldn't remember. Yeah. yeah. No, because he is a creature type zombie, and uh, all zombies get. Plus two, plus one, including himself. Yeah, Undead War Chief has spiked recently because of the other zombie decks. But yeah, if you can pick this one up, I think this is like a, one of the must-have lords. If there, if there were three lords you were going to spend money on, I think Undead War Chief, Death Baron, and one of the lords we'll talk about here in a second, I think are the ones that I I always include no matter what. Yeah, I've just seen your last one. I I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um. The next zombie we're talking about is Vulturous Zombie. It's three, a black and a green for a plant zombie. It's a 3-3 three, three flying. Whenever a card is put into an opponent's graveyard from anywhere, put a plus one, plus one counter on Vulturous Zombie. Ooh, mm -hmm. anywhere. Anywhere. There's that evasion again. Like, it being a 3-3 three, three for five, meh. But 
you're gonna sack your evolving wilds or you're gonna sack your blood token or whatever your clue token or just anything it's gonna get big um and worst, yeah <laughs> worst case you just fling it with gerard or you, <laughs> or there's a specific mask in this deck that would be completely fine with it being equipped to it and dying oh okay um um I'll let you do the last one because this is the lord that you love. Yes, yeah, so this is um, this is my favorite zombie lord. I think it's zombie master. It's one in black and a black, and I believe it has been eradicated to zombie as well for its creature type because right now it just says lord. It says all zombies gain one black or generate this creature and have swamp walk. Um, I forgot to put Urborg in this deck, but Urborg definitely goes in this deck. Um, because we're going to give all of our zombies swamp walk. So our ghoul tree can swing through for 14 damage unblocked. Yeah, so the errata is, it is a zombie. It's a 2-3, and other zombies have swamp walk, and other zombies have regenerate. So it's just himself it won't work on. Right. So those are, those are our cast of undead creatures and the random grave type <laughs> that is in... <laughs> that isn't a uh, zombie even though it should be so petition that now <laughs> right so we're going to jump over um to my equipment section um you want to start at the very top there lotus uh is that the one with the black blade reforged yep two mana uh for an equipment legendary uh quick creature gets plus one plus one for each land you control and it equips to a legendary creature for three or anyone else for seven uh, I, I presume it's the commander that's getting this or any, you know, a uh, Skullbriar, or Gerard, or a Glissa, or a Ebon Death. Oh, true, true, yeah. There are quite a slew of legendary creatures. Oh, an in Ebon Death wielding this sword. Yes, right? Just in its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of creatures that very much would be okay with wielding this in this deck. And even if you had to pay the seven, I would put this on a Moldering Karak. And not not bad an eye. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next equipment we have is Cranial Plating. It's a two-cost artifact equipment. A Crypt Creature gets plus one, plus zero oh for each artifact you control. You can play, pay double black to equip it to target creature you control, and it equips for one. Um, so this is what I was talking about with caring about the artifact lands. Um, anyway, anyway, you can just squeeze in artifacts like to get extra value when you have a card like cranial plating is nice just because like, like I said, no one typically messes with your artifact lands. And like you pointed out Lotus, most of the artifact lands that you want to run are going to be indestructible anyways. So this just, you know, getting pumped for you playing uh tree of tales or vault of whispers is it's fine. Well, what makes this one more interesting is if you a swing with three creatures, whichever one, like say they've only got two creatures to block. Yep. You can attach this at instant speed exactly. to the one that's unblocked and just get through. Yeah, that whole equipment cycle was very, very cool. Like, mm. I love Narok self suiting people as well. But yeah, cranial, <laughs> cranial plating sick. And then you've got Fire Shrieker, three mana equipment, uh, two to equip, and the equipped creature has double strike. Just simple. Yeah, love it. <laughs> we're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna hit in twice. Next, we have Four Bears Blade. It's a three cost equipment. Equipped creature gets plus three, plus so, has vigilance and trample. And when equipped creature dies, uh, attach Four Bears Blade to target creature you control and it equips for three. Um, this is a super cheap artifact that I think people just kind of glance over, but it has kind of everything you want in an artifact. It's cheap to play, cheap to equip, and you get you get a, a buff as well as two really relevant keywords and it equips for free if the creature you're controlling dies so or it's equipped to die so yeah if my commander gets blown up and it has four bears blade on it it's going to go somewhere else or if i have that decayed token that i'm swinging with and it sacrifices at the end of the turn i can just move this over to something else that now can block very well or yeah that makes sense it's it's just a really like it's very cheap and a mm, it's good. Unlike the next one, Coldra <laughs> <laughs> uh, complete. You know, you used to have the sword, the shield, and the helm. Yeah. Now we've just got it in one card. Yeah, Seven I took, mana. I took the three <laughs> slots and made it one. <laughs> yeah, um, 
So it's a seven mana, uh, seven to equip, legendary artifact, living weapon, uh, indestructible. Equip creature gets plus five, plus five, has first strike, trample, indestructible, haste. And whenever this creature deals combat damage to a creature, exile that creature. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's great. It's wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's just fine. And I have a, I think I have like one way to cheat this on creatures. You could do more, but we're also in green, so that kind of cheats it onto things anyways, because we should have a bunch of mana. Yeah, that's fair. Um, the next one is Luxodon Warhammer. It's a three cost our, um, equipment. Equipped creature gets plus three, plus zero, oh, and has trample and lifelink for three. Um, just good keywords. Just good keywords all around. Like We're going to be aggressive, so that lifelink is very, very needed. Um, and if you were lucky enough to get the next one, Lucille, Lucille? Is that how you pronounce it? Lucille, yes. Okay, one and a black for a legendary equipment. Uh, a quick creature gets plus two, plus oh, a menace. That's really good. And whenever a quick creature attacks, a uh, defending player sacrifices a creature. If they do, create a walker token, and it equips four. It's phenomenal. <laughs> it's such a good equipment. Um, the The downside being, like, yes, if you don't like the Walking Dead stuff, like, that's an issue and this could be replaced with something else but outside of that it's not very expensive to purchase and it's very easy to play i like making people sacrifice stuff yeah i mean they're also bringing us magic versions that aren't the walking dead versions in the streets of caper kappa uh the demon set coming out next year so you'll be able to get a chance at pulling this in i think they said one in every eight packs has a secret lair card or yeah they they've wizards has been saying that they're going to do what a lot more to try to get these out to people so i'm curious to see what the um the magic version of these cards will be yeah so moving on to our next equipment, uh, I alluded to it earlier. It's Mask of Grizzlebrand. It's one double black for a legendary artifact equipment. Equipped creature has flying and lifelink. And whenever equipped creature dies, you may pay X life where X is its power. If you do, draw X cards and it equips for three. Nice. This is good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, then you've got Nim Death Mantle, an old classic. Oh, uh, so two mana. <laughs> such a good card. Uh, it is. A quick creature gets plus two, plus two, has intimidate, and is a black zombie. So we can actually make Grave Titan a zombie. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever a non-token creature is put into your graveyard from the battlefield, you may pay four. If you do, return that creature uh, card to the battlefield and attach Nim Death Mantle to it, and it equips for four. So this this is a good equipment on its own, right? But the real reason it's in this deck is to make Michonne... A zombie so if michonne for some reason you know is killed while we're attacking or i have to sacrifice her or whatever my hopes is to have nin death mantle on the battlefield to just keep looping her or at the very least just outright equip it to her so all these amazing buffs that we have from our lords she gets to take advantage of yeah and it's another way of getting around command attacks exactly um this is going to help us to just, like I said, you know, this deck, is, I think is, this deck is very casual. It's a lot, you know, it's a, what you, what I would expect, you know, to set down at like a three or like a four or five, maybe. But this has the ability to, you know, kill people through commander damage and cards like Nim Death Mantle and Zombie Master can make that happen. Hmm. Next card is super weird and I'm glad I found a home for it. It's Scythe of the Wretched. It's two for an equipment. Equipped creature gets plus two, plus two. Whenever a creature dealt damage by the equipped creature, this turn is put into a graveyard. Return that card to play under your control. Attach Scythe of the Wretched to that creature and it equips for four. It's so cool. So Michonne has to be blocked. So if Scythe is attached to Michonne, whatever creature you... like, It makes your opponents really, really think about what they want to equip with because if she's able to kill that creature, Scythe takes that creature and now it's mine yeah that's that's rough i love stealing things so scythe is very good in this deck yeah the next one just keeps going up in price (laughs) yeah shadow (laughs) shadow spear single mana legendary artifact a quick creature gets plus one plus one has trample and lifelink 
Uh, permanent to your opponent's control, lose hexproof and indestructible to end a turn for a single mana, and equips are two. I mean, if, even if you don't equip it, that ability in the middle is just really good. Yeah, it's it's a phenomenal card. It does everything that this deck wants to do. Once again, buffs, great keywords, and then just icing on the cake. It's really easy to play. It has an extra ability. It's just it's just a no brainer. Yeah. Um, next on the list is Sword of Vengeance, the only sort of in this deck. Um, so it's three to play, and it says equip creature gets plus two plus zero and has first strike, vigilance, trample, and haste, and equips for three. That's a lot of keywords. It is a lot of keywords, and it's like it says it's seventy nine cents here. Um, it's phenomenal. I I like the other sort ofs. Don't get me wrong, but like. They're expensive. I don't want to play them. <laughs> I want to play this because <laughs> it does what I want it to do without having to worry about the awkward protections clauses and having to spend a ton of money. There are definitely some expensive cards in this deck, but for the majority of them, like they're either proxies or I've had them before they were expensive. So we're doing this on a budget. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, the next one is one of my old favorites, Trailblazer Boots. Uh, two mana for an artifact equipment. A quick creature has non-basic land walk and equips a two. Everyone's going to run a dual land, regardless if it's a cheap one or an expensive one. Yep. Or they just could have an artifact land, or they have... Or an arm tower. Exactly. So Trailblazer Boots is going to get you some kind of mileage. Um, next one's silly, and I really hope to win a game like this. It's Vorpal Sword for one black... <laughs> Equip, oh, this one. <laughs> yes. Equip creature gets plus two plus zero and has death touch. Then you can pay five triple black until end of turn. Vorpal sword gains whenever equip creature deals combat damage to a player. That player loses the game and equips for double black. Nice. This card is so sweet. I want to <laughs> win with this so bad. I mean, just catch him out of the out of the blue sometime. Well, once again, like this, it doesn't say who who this has to be on. So if this is on my decayed zombie token and i have my herborg out and my zombie master or yeah my zombie master oh swamp walk <laughs> yeah just something simple yeah. <laughs> just poke yep it's expensive to do but it's one of those things that it's it's silly enough that i had to put it in here i mean anything that just says win the game on it's funny yeah and this next one's been seeing a lot of attention lately as well. Wand of Orcus, uh, two and a black for a legendary equipment. Whenever a quick creature attacks or blocks, uh, it and zombies you control gain death touch until end of turn. That's rough. Yeah. Um, whenever a quick creature deals combat damage to a player, create that many 2-2 two, two black zombie creature tokens, and it equips for three. So Wow, that's rough. So while I was building this deck, I was also building... Wilhelm at the same time and there were cards I was like does Gisa Ghoulcaller go in this deck or does she go in that deck and I was like struggling about Wand but Wand I think makes more sense in a deck like this because it is a Voltron style deck like I'm wanting to put a lot of damage on the table so having Michonne get through and do 11 damage having my Ghoul Tree get through and do 12 damage what have you is kind of makes more sense here so yes Wand of Orcus I think is better in a deck like this well, yeah, it doesn't have to be a zombie it's equipped to either. Yep. It just... I mean, zombies you control gain death touch to end a turn, but it's whenever and the, the equipped creature attacks. And with how zombies. and with how Michonne works, like you want to be swinging with at least two zombies, and you want her to be equipped. So she'll if she's equipped, this she has to be blocked. If zombies are attacking with her, she has indestructible. So there are just a lot of like cool things going on. You have these zombies that are going to get through that might not just be two twos. They might be like five fives or something. Like the damage that you can eke out in this deck is very like you might be able to shrug your shoulders at it for a little bit, but you're gonna have to consistently deal with the artifacts and the lords and the board wipes just in general, just to try to keep me from hopefully steamrolling with a bunch of stupid things. <laughs> yeah. Um, next, I just want to go into interaction and then we'll go into um, my enchantment section should be utility, but that, those will be the two we go over. So starting off at the top, my interaction, I have a couple non zombie creatures in this section. The first one's Cavalier of Night. Um, it's two triple black for an elemental knight. 
uh, four or five with lifelink. When Cavalier of Night ETBs, you may sacrifice another creature. When you do, destroy target creature and opponent controls. And when Cavalier of Night dies, return target creature card with CMC three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. Um, so this serves a couple like dual purposes. It's a very like well costed beater with lifelink. I've been like stressing lifelink in this deck, um, and it's because of how aggressive you want to be playing with this deck. But you can sacrifice a creature, so we have a we all have plenty of tokens that we can just throw as fodder. But the the big thing is the returning target creature card with CMC three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. All of our lords, except for Undead Warchief, are three CMC. So if a lord dies, we can kind of just be reckless with Cavalier of Night and get a lord back. I think most of your creatures are three CMC, if not far like four or five. Yeah, a lot of them are are fairly cheap. Um, but this is just like normally. I like going for the lords just for the simple fact that like they're lords. They're going to give me more bang for my buck because I'll be able to like make more zombies at some point. But yeah, I mean, it, it hits yeah, them. Go, get, go get the lord of the undead and bring more back. Exactly. There, it has a lot of bang for its buck. That's why I put it in the interaction section because it does so many things that are interactive with the board state. Um, the next one is very cheap and it surprises me. Yeah. I suppose it's because it was easily accessible. But uh, Massacre Girl, three black black for a 4-4 four, four human assassin with menace. But when it enters the battlefield, each other creature gets minus one until end of turn. Whenever a creature dies this turn, each creature other than Massacre Girl gets minus one to end of turn. It's generally a board wipe. And it's really nice, too, because not only does it reset the board, if I lose creatures, it's kind of whatever, because we're going to be able to bring them back. Spoiler alert. But also, she has Menace, which is, you know, keywords. We want keywords already on our creatures. So when we take our equipment and put them on there, that's one less thing we have to worry about. That means she's going to be that much harder to block. Typically, by turn five, you might not like you you might have set up and have like your hand played out. And if I drop this and wipe the board, you might not be able to put more than one creature back on the board. You might only be able to recast your commander or something. So this means that I should be guaranteeing damage yet again with just Menace. Yeah. And a 4-4 four, four um, for 5 with Menace, is, even without the rest of the keywords, <laughs> is still very reasonable. And board wipes are seeing less and less play. It's gone to more targeted removal. Mm -hmm. And quite a lot of players use their hand and expel all their resources in one go oh and it's it's should be mentioned too that they're neguanig one so all of your indestructible stuff is dealt with um yeah the fact that she's a creature board wipe is also very relevant in this deck because i have ways to reanimate things so just being able to reanimate massacre girl is reasonable yeah um Next is Neutralize. Just one in a green for an instant. Destroy target artifact or enchantment. Just simple and sweet. Um, we need a little bit of it in here. Um, I'm not running as much interaction as I normally would, but with all the like creatures and all the equipment that I'm running that kind of deal with things, I felt like I could go a little bit lighter on this section. I, I have to disagree. Anyone that watches Bring It Live, you know that you should instantly replace this with Barrier Breach. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's fair. I just did this because I had it. I have a really pretty foil one from uh, Onslaught, so. <laughs> That's fair. I'm a sucker. The next one is one of my favorites, Oubliette. Uh, one black black for an enchantment. When it enters the battlefield, target creature phases out until Oubliette leaves the battlefield and tap the creature as it phases in. This is amazing. You just phase someone's commander out. They can't do anything because it's not changing zones. Yep. It's just not there. And some colors just can't deal with enchantments, so... Yep, that commander could potentially be bye-bye. Yeah, it could just be gone forever, you're right. Um, yeah, Ubilet's sweet. I'm, I was glad that I was able to open a couple from Double Masters. It was a needed reprint, For and sure. it's a great card. And the art's so good. Oh god, yeah. Alright, uh, the next one is in interaction again because it was I didn't know where to put it, but it's Zombie Apocalypse. It's three triple black for a sorcery. Return all zombie creature cards from your graveyard to the battlefield, tap, then destroy all humans. Yes, I understand this kind of will kill our commander, potentially. Might not, but the the uh, like <laughs> the one for the many is fine in this situation. 
is if I expect to get my board wiped fairly regularly, so being able to just kind of wait on my zombie apocalypse seems very good. Yeah. And there's a lot of humans in magic at the minute. Yeah. Some people just play human tribal for some reason. Mm, y- yes, I certainly haven't built Kyla. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have the I have the exact opposite of this in my deck. Destroy all zombies and bring all humans back. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, that's my interaction section. Uh, we're going to move on to... It says enchantment, but this should be what I considered utility. I just am bad at remembering to label my things correctly. I was going to say, the first card's an artifact. Yeah. <laughs> and an enchantment, yeah. granted. But still. Um, Bow of Nile, One green green. Uh, attacking creatures have death touch. There's a theme there. Mm-hmm. Uh, one green and tap. Choose one. Put a plus one counter on target creature. Or Bow Nile deals two damage to target creature with flying. Or gain three life. Or put up to the top four cards of your library on the... Uh, up to four target cards from your graveyard on the bottom of your library in any order. Look, it's fine. There's a lot of text going on with that card. so um, yeah. It needs a bit of uh, editing to make it easier to read. Legitimately, if this just said one green green for legendary artifact enchantment, attacking creatures you control at death touch, I would it would still be in this deck. But the fact that it has all these other options... It just it blows my mind. And it's still relatively cheap for what it is. Yeah. I'm just zombie tokens. Yeah. Um <laughs> the next card is Brass Squire. I do not think you should play an equipment deck without this little mirror. He's a three cost artifact creature, one three, and it says tap, attach target equipment you control to target creature you control. I love having this guy on the battlefield, having a couple equipments just sitting there and then having multiple creatures and move to combat and swing and watch people try to figure out what's going where and how. <laughs> because you and have... that <laughs> Cauldra complete's not going to cost seven mana. <laughs> no. Oh, you mean I lose my living germ? Darn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's just a sweet card. Um, anytime I play equipment based decks, I always put Brass Squire in there. Um, he's just, it's awesome. The instant speed attach is just, you can have it in a lot of other colors for sure, but as a creature, once again, I can just rebuy this if needed. And it's three mana, so yep. Mm-hmm. Ah, you've got a, um, a human in here. <laughs> Only because of how powerful. <laughs> Champion of Lamholt, one green green for a human warrior, not a zombie. Uh, it's a one one. Creatures with power less than Champion of Lamholt's power can't block creatures you control. Uh, whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one counter on the Champion of Lamholt. Again, doesn't matter if it's a token. Does not matter if it's a token. I, man, I can't tell you how many games I've either been beaten by this card or have won because of this card or have watched tables just go. Oh crap. Because sometimes if you just don't have the removal right then and there, this card just makes games <laughs> rough. Because if, yep. if you're in if you're playing this card, your deck is going to be taking advantage of it in some way. Like I let's say I have champion and I have my Michonne or I have another creature and Wand of Orcus is attached to it and I'm able to get through and do five damage, suddenly that's five more creatures entering the battlefield. There's five plus one plus one counters on champion. Like it just it steamrolls or not steamrolls, sorry, snowballs very, very quickly. Yeah. And uh, I, I I think this card for 79 cents is just as deadly as a crater hoof sometimes. Yeah, very much so. Like I could and it's funny you bring that up because yeah, I, I thought about putting Crater Hoof Behemoth in this deck because it doesn't have the claws of being a human, so my, you know, my zombie apocalypse doesn't kill it. But the fact that she's three CMC means that she pairs well with a lot of my other um, cards that care about the low CMC and it allows me to be more aggressive. So instead of just playing Craterhoof and potentially winning off Craterhoof, I can play this card and have a lower to um, lower CMC curve to potentially spam more stuff. So like maybe you see champion and you're just kind of like, okay, that's a good card, but I don't have to worry about it. If someone sees you play a Craterhoof, that becomes a much bigger issue. So this kind of helps people like it's a scary card. Yes, but it also can help not make people not be as scared, if that makes sense. Yeah, 
it, it's only scary when it's too late. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, next next card is a zombie so we're back on theme it's corpse harvester it's three black black for a zombie wizard three three it has an activated ability of one in a tap um sorry one in a black to tap it you sacrifice a creature search your library for a zombie card and a swamp card reveal them and put them in your hand and shuffle your library um yeah <laughs> okay cool i'm just gonna fetch a swamp and whatever zombie i feel like whatever i need at the time yeah it's um it's just decent. Yeah, <laughs> it's not much to say about it. It's just good. No, and mind you, this is all this is all pre Crimson Val stuff. So like it having an activated ability of tapping it will be remedied very soon with the new guy. That's like your creatures get hate. It's a green card that says your creatures have haste. Oh, that big elemental thing. Yeah, whatever that moose that's that Eldrazi that, yeah. moose or whatever it is. It's, the the stomach mouth thing. Yeah. Um, and it's a four drop, which means you could go four or five fairly, fairly cool. easy. <laughs> um, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about this. So yeah, Corpse Harvester. Very good. Um, and it's got really trippy art. Yeah, it is. Uh, next one is Graft Harvest. Single black from enchantment. Zombies have menace. Um, three and a black. Exile a creature card from your graveyard. Put a two, two black zombie creature token onto the battlefield. I'm probably never going to do the other thing. But I mean, if you needed a blocker at instant speed, yeah, it's reasonable. But the zombies have a menace. That's what we're here for, people. Yeah, we're just making everything as as rough to block or making people overthink it as possible because we want the damage. Um, I want you to read this next card because I feel like you'll appreciate it. Night dealings. I love this card. I feel like (laughs) like people just don't know that this is a card and it's phenomenal. Yeah. Two black black for an enchantment. Whenever a source you control deals damage to another player, put that many theft counters on night dealings. Two black black. Remove X theft counters from night dealings. Search your library for a non-land card with converted mana cost X. Reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle your library. It's a repeatable tutor. Yep. So for four, I can tutor for, you know, potentially whatever I want depending on if I get to do the damage. That's why another reason why I was making it such a big deal about trying to keep this average CMC fairly low. And a lot of our creatures are three or, you know, lower than that. Or our equipment is pretty much around like the three and lower range. So just being able to, you know, do damage, pay for then go get whatever we need is nice because we could potentially play it that same turn. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, I think... I think that card and Night Market or Black Market, sorry, are mm-hmm. undervalued. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, the last card, and it wouldn't be a deck tech of mine if I didn't have it in here, <laughs> is Phyrexian Reclamation. It's one black for an enchantment. You pay one to black and two life. Return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. This card is undervalued constantly. People, I cannot scream this from the hilltops enough. Play Phyrexian Reclamation. It is too good. Like every black deck, literally every black deck I play has this in there because it is that powerful. For a one drop, especially. Yeah, and two and two life is nothing. You you guys have heard how much um, life link we have in this deck. It, that two life is negligible at best. Pretty much. All right, so we're rounding out the end of our deck tech here. Um, we have card draw, ramp, and then I have some notable lands we'll go over. Um, we'll start with card draw. Don't know if we need to go necessarily over all of it, but there are a couple I think that are good to go over. So I'm going to skip down to here to God Eternal Bantu because I feel like that one is one that we should definitely talk about. Um, if you don't know, God Eternal Bantu is three and a black black for a legendary creature, zombie god, five six with menace. And when it ETBs, you sacrifice any number of other permanents, then draw that many cards. And when God Eternal Bantu dies or is put into exile from the battlefield, you may put it onto the owner's library, third from the top. It's a zombie. I like that card. It's it's insane. <laughs> um, yeah. It just kind of blows my mind that this is a thing because it's a zombie, which means all of our lords are going to see this. It has menace, which is a keyword we're looking for because it's less keywords we have to try to fit onto a card. It has an amazing ETB, so all of our zombie tokens, or if we have Mask of Gristlebrand attached to something, this can be a second main phase type thing. And if it's 
dealt with in any fashion. If it's killed or exiled, we just get it back. So we'll just do it again. It's yeah. it's phenomenal. So the one that I want to talk about, which I like, um, is Pact of the Serpent. I thought you would like that. <laughs> uh, so it's one black black for a sorcery. Choose a creature type. Target player draws X cards and loses X life, where X is the number of creatures they control of the chosen type. Mm-hmm. So we could choose zombie and lose a lot of life and draw a lot of cards. Or if we're playing against another token <laughs> deck, we can potentially kill them. Yes, that was my exact thought process. And I'm glad you brought that up because if you weren't going to, I definitely was. Like It says <laughs> target player. And just because it says draw cards doesn't necessarily mean it has to be us. <laughs> like, Yeah, sometimes you want to draw them out. Sometimes the it's just going to do a Gary to them. Yeah, I mean, you know, we token decks obviously are plentiful right now. Like you could um, you could be sending across from a Wilhelm that has the stuff to try to finish the game, but is missing the one thing they need and has all the zombies they need, but they need the cards. So you could just end the game. Yeah, Uh, the last because like I said, I think everything else is fairly, fairly straightforward. Costly plunder, death root ritual, Liliana standard bearer, read the bones, siphon mind, um, undead auger. But your favorite one, which is in every black deck. Yes, it's paired right along with Phyrexian Reclamation. It's Village Rites. It's one black for an instant. As additional cost to cast a spell, you sack a creature, you draw two cards. Yeah, creature that's going to die already, you might as well make use out of it. Yeah, or you can use it... you could use it as like defensively. If someone goes to exile something, you can just village rights it so that it goes to your graveyard. Because we want our if our creatures can't be on the battlefield or in our hand, we don't want them in exile. So let's just go ahead and protect them from that. Costly plunder is yeah. kind of the same kind of the same way. Um, no, that's fair. So for our ramp, it's also pretty straightforward. Um, I'll just name off the big hits, and then we'll or I'll name off the like typical stuff, and then we'll talk about I think the two that are worth noting so we have arcane signet uh two drop tap add any of uh one color from our commander's mana identity we have cultivate you guys know what that does kodama's reach migration path rampant growth uh secure tribe elder soul ring and our two that i really want to talk about the first one's lanawar dead it's a black and a green for a zombie elf it's a two two and you can tap it to add a black to your mana pool there are probably better yeah. there are probably better mana dorks. I'm very aware of that, but how many mana dorks do you know that are zombie? Yeah, it's a zombie Lanor elf. It's great. Oh. <laughs> it's great. Um The next one is something that I think should see more play. It's definitely a ramp card. Mm-hmm. Uh Sword of the Animist. Two for an equipment. Quick creature gets plus one plus ones. Pretty standard. Mm-hmm. Uh but whenever a quick creature attacks uh, you may search your library for a basic land card and put it onto the battlefield tapped and shuffled. Yeah, just ramp in a land every time you attack, even if the creature's going to its death. Who cares? Yeah, that's fine. Um, I think I think this needs a... like They need to reprint it again, but I think to get away from Nyssa, you know what I mean? The Nyssa art and try to find... I don't know. I just want to see something else that isn't Nissa. That's the big thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it's just reprinted in the D&D Commander set. But yeah, yeah the but sh- artwork might be nice. Um, so now we're on a lands. I'm running 34 lands. Um, everything's pretty straightforward. Um, you can kind of supplement however you need to. The lands, I think, that are pretty important, Bajuka Bog. Everyone, if you're playing black, you should run a Bajuka Bog. I hate my graveyard getting exiled, but it needs to happen. Like if my graveyard gets to be <laughs> yeah. left alone, I'm probably going to kill you with it. Castle Lockthwain is also really good. Um, it's just like I talked about earlier. We have people typically don't deal with lands because it's frowned upon. So having utility lands that will still tap for the colors that you need, but also do something else like Castle Lockthwain. It's uh, one to black black to tap it, and you draw a card, then lose life equals the number of cards in your hand. Completely fine. I quite like all the castles, to be honest. Yeah, I don't. I really don't think there's a bad one. The green one's very cool. It took me a while to understand it, but once I started using it, I was like, "Oh, this is sweet." Um, Dark Moss Bridge is another uh, utility land. It's an artifact land. It ETBs tap, but it's indestructible, and it taps for one of our colors. It just says artifact, which will help um, with a couple of different things in the deck. Yeah, 
You got one of the new ones, Hostile Hostile. Yeah, I was very excited about this card. I don't know that it necessarily belongs in this deck, but it's just <laughs> sweet. So um, you can tap it to add a colorless. You can pay one, tap it. You sacrifice a creature. You put a soul counter on Hostile Hostile. Then if there are three or more soul counters on it, remove them. Uh, remove those counters and you transform it and untap it. You can only do this as a sorcery. Um, and then it turns into Creeping In. You want to tell us what Creeping In does? Yep, so it's a horror construct, 3-7. When it attacks, you may exile a creature card from your graveyard. If you do, each opponent loses X life, and you gain X life, where X is a number of creatures exiled with creeping in. And to protect it, you can pay four and phase it out. It's really weird, but it keeps us on that, like, aggro plan. So if, you know, if my graveyard's getting hit anyways and i don't have lots of stuff in it like i'll just creeping in people it's still a creature which means i can still equip to it and three seven is pretty pretty beefy. yeah i mean put the cauldra complete on it and you've got a 10 21 yep um, oh no it's a five five isn't it so yeah no eight 12 yeah it's something stupid still whatever <laughs> um the last two lands I'm going to talk about are just Tree of Tales, which is an artifact land that taps for a green, and Vault of Whispers, which is an artifact land that taps for a black. Yeah. Then you can tailor your other utility lands or your fetches or your duels or your, you know, basics, however you want. I have it split like I have it, and it'll be in the show notes so you can check it out. But um, that's my take on Michonne. Like I said, I think it's a very fun, like casual deck. I think it has the ability to beat the table, but I don't think it has the ability to beat the table in a way that's like happens on turn five by any means. Uh, it's a, it's kind of like a slow grind. But if you like zombies and you want to try something different, I feel like this is a this is a good deck to try. Um, some of the lords are expensive right now because of all the zombie love that's happening. But a lot of the good ones are cheap because they got reprinted in the um, blue black commander deck that just came out. So like, yeah, death barons are reasonable. So are zombie masters and uh, cemetery reaper. I think it's the lord of the uh, undead, undead war chief, and the zombie master, which are going to be the ones that are a little bit more pricey. Right, and I always say like I love zombie master. I typically run Urborg in all my decks, not necessarily with Cabal Coffers, but just to, for mana fixing in general. Um, so being able, I always prioritize anything I give Swamp Walk. So I would have put Filth in this deck, but I didn't need to because I had Zombie Master, and that works better. Yeah. See, I know that you said you normally run the Tomb of Yogmoth, uh, Urborg, sorry, um, even the Cradle of Yavimaya or Yavimaya's Cradle. Uh, everything's a forest. That just makes all your lands dual lands. Eh? Yep. I, I love running those cards, and I love that they're in colors that I play. Um, if we could get a white one so I could put them in my like my Carador Yamori deck, I would be so happy. <laughs> but right now I just have the two, and that's fine. White, yeah. <laughs> white doesn't need the help. <laughs> um so silence <laughs> right. uh and it's kind of cool too because i feel like you can also tailor like there are definitely some like silly cards in this deck you could streamline to make better and the you know the equipment section can really be whatever you want these are just the equipment i like that doesn't necessarily mean it's the be all end all of what equipment you should run because like yeah there's no reason why you shouldn't be like shouldn't run the sort of x and y you can easily run that stuff i just chose not to because i didn't have them and i didn't want to spend the money on them that's fair not everyone can afford them yes this is very true now if any of my friends out there gave me proxies of them i would use them like 100 (laughs) percent. but (laughs) right now this is what i got that seems fair yeah it's a really cool deck thanks um it was one i've been working on for a little while and i'm pretty happy with how it's turned out i haven't had a chance to play it yet so once i do i'll uh i'll probably post something on the instagram or on twitter and let you guys know how it how it played out but i'm pretty excited i think it's really fun i think it's something different for zombies you know it still has the swarm kind of feel that zombies are supposed to have but in a more like unique fashion with michonne and the equipment yeah and it's always nice to see different decks other than the usual cut paste insert zombie tribal mm-hmm. which you know hey they work i mean there's nothing wrong with that but it's nice to see a different take yeah uh we'll have something really cool after next week's episode I'll, i'm coming back with another deck tech i've been i've been feverishly working on since uh 
well, for quite a while, and I'm still not completely there yet, but I'm pretty excited to show it off. I look forward to it. <laughs> um, so with that, I think we're going to sign off. Um, Lotus, you want to tell the people anything and everything? Um, yeah, so if you like the content and want to see more, go to intothe99.com for your one-stop shop for everything Commander and more. Uh, you can get the link to our Discord community where you can chat to us, share ideas and chat to others and brew and generally have a good old time. If you wish to support us, go to our Patreon or our merch store for some good stuff. And then you'll also see the links to our YouTube to catch Brewing It Live and other shows uh, that we've done. Also, don't forget to check out our Instagram or our Twitter where we post random silly things constantly. Um, sometimes it'll be judge related questions. Sometimes it'll be new cards that we picked up or just cards that we we're seeing getting spoiled. Just like you guys, you know, we don't get any advance notice of anything. So when we're excited about something, if believe me, we're in we're in group talking about it, like, oh, did you see this? Did you see that? So um, join the excitement with us. Follow us on either of our social media platforms. We'd love to have you. Yeah, and especially if you're a fan of a Colossal Dreadmill. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our, from our Colossal Dreadmill, Dreadmill enthusiast herself. <laughs> All right. Um, with, that, with that, I've been Necrozak. That's Lotus. Thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in. I'm super glad to be back. It's been a while. Yeah, good to have you back. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Be kind. Bye.